With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. Hello again, everybody. Welcome in to Live Bet Saturday here. I'm your host, Adam Burke. Joining me, Jared Smith on the desk, at Jared Lee Smith on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter, at Skating Tripods. Of course, follow us on Twitter, at VSIN Live. Jared, what's going on, man? It is a pleasure. It is a pleasure it's to pleasure. be here. It's a gorgeous day outside, too. I was walking through the South Point parking lot, and it's like, man, I should just post up out here and hang. Oh, well, you can't. You have a job to do. Yeah, well, here we are. But you know what? The weather is breaking a little bit, finally, here getting a little warmer it's my I'm first sure. year here in vegas too so i'm going through the ups and the downs of the summer and to the winter and now back to slowly summer it's been a much colder winter it, than what that's the what last I've been told. one was as brian ortega behind the glass our producer can attest to sean mccollum also up here with us and the fine people downstairs doing great work to bring us here on live bet saturday and uh a lot of stuff going on right now, but let's go ahead and talk about a game that you've got some action in here first, Jared. Kentucky and Tennessee. Kentucky up by 10 here, about three minutes left in the second half. They were catching points at Rupp Arena in this one. Yeah, Kentucky looks good. And, again, they beat Tennessee earlier in the season. And at this stage of the year, I do kind of like the revenge angles. But when you look at this Kentucky team, they do a lot of the things well that I think Tennessee does well, which is rebound, and they're kind of a gritty team. But – Tennessee can't shoot, and Tennessee really struggles in bigger games. I know they just beat number one Alabama. That was at home. This is in Lexington. 20-point Kentucky lead at half. It got tighter, Adam, but based on what I'm seeing now, under four, up by a dozen, I feel like we're going to get home here with the Wildcats plus two and a half, and I think they deserve this win because they've definitely outmuscled the Vols today. Well, and of course, look, I think it's really important to keep in mind here that, as you said about Tennessee, I mean, I think there are concerns with this team. They're very good defensively. Yeah. Offensively, they're pretty reliant on the three, and they can go through some pretty big scoring droughts as well. And I think one of the other things that people have been talking about here recently is that maybe the SEC just isn't very good. Mm. It, I, I think there's a case to be made for that. I, I think the conference profiles change a lot when we get to March. The Big 12 – and I'm fascinated to see how this plays out. The Big 12 has been the best conference in America this year. I don't think there's any doubt about that, right? But when we get to March, the style that the Big 12 plays, the style that the SEC plays, it's a very athletic league. The SEC more so up and down, fast-paced teams. The Big 12, how does the gauntlet of that schedule affect these teams in March? And to me, there's always a conference that does really well in March and a conference that struggles in March. And I'm fascinated to see how the Big 12 does this year and the SEC. Those are always two of the more polarizing conferences once we get to this kind of end-of-the-season vibe. 
Well, speaking of the Big 12, an interesting development here going on in Fort Worth. You said it to me right before we came on the air here. TCU is back. And TCU, a 20-point lead at halftime over Oklahoma State, 47-27. The Horned Frogs, look, they're going to coast to victory here in this one. And they've obviously had some injury issues. They've had some different things going on. But a a six-and-a-half-point favorite for TCU pregame. Uh, We'll see if that ends up being in jeopardy at all here throughout the second half. Yeah, Miles Miller's back. Um, I think, you know, I, we'll see how he how he plays, or Mike Miles, excuse me. We'll see how he plays off the injury if it's a lot of time. He only has nine points right now, so not exactly. He's the biggest reason why they're back. But I think the confidence level that they have with him will change. And this is a TCU team that's very well coached. They're a very good defensive team. They're a team that a lot of people like in March, but not without their best player. Well, now he's back, and now clearly the – you know, rising tide lifts all boats. You're seeing this Horn Frogs team play a lot better, and you would expect them to, uh, you know, finish off this game today up 20. And the other development in the Big 12 here, Iowa State on the road at Kansas State, up eight at the intermission here. Uh, you look at the live line for this game, of course, Live Bet Saturday here presented by BetMGM. You get the live number over at BetMGM here, Iowa State minus four and a half. Kind of an interesting number here with them leading by eight going into the second half there in Manhattan. I kind of liked I I got a little crap for this yesterday. I kind of liked Iowa State in this game as they were, you know, they were a dog obviously to start off and 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 now not so much anymore. But I I think Kansas and it's not that I really liked Iowa State because I don't as a team top to bottom. I think they're a good defensive team even though they did make a run in tournament last year, an unexpected run. And I I do think this is a, a an Iowa State team that has kind of the profile to win in March, but this particular matchup, I'm a little down on Kansas State. And I'm not sure. I was on them the other night against Oklahoma, and they did not play well. That was a game where the Sooners – I thought the Sooners were kind of in nosedive mode. But you saw Oklahoma really kind of bow their necks, and you saw some weaknesses with this with this team. And Kansas State, I think they're, they're an experienced team. They have a lot of talent, but I don't know how tough they are. And clearly today against Iowa State, so far, it's early. They're at home. Could obviously change. So far, getting pushed around a little bit. Um, by the Cyclones. A couple of other games to take a look at that are going on now, and then we'll talk about some other games that are coming up throughout the afternoon. Of course, over 140 college basketball games. We'll talk about some of our picks as well as we go throughout the show. But as I mentioned, Jared here uh, on Kentucky getting two and a half at home. So that one looks pretty good. Also in the SEC, Florida and Arkansas. Arkansas with a six-point lead at half, 37-31. Live number there, the Razorbacks minus nine and a half in this game. And obviously Arkansas, a team that, a lot of turnover from last year, Jared, a team that broke in a lot of new guys. Of course, you know, they expected Nick Smith to be a huge part of it. He hasn't been. The Razorbacks are a team I've kind of been looking at from a future standpoint because I love the way they play. I love the way that Eric Musselman coaches. Haven't really found that buy point yet because they haven't played with a lot of consistency, but a consistent effort here so far through the first 20. Yeah, and Florida's an interesting team, too. I saw Colin Castleton was banged up. I, I'm assuming he's not playing today, but I don't know that for sure. That is the next level of what Florida can be. They're a great defensive team, and he's one of the best big men in the country if he's healthy, and he certainly adds to that. Arkansas, so, and again, this goes back to the conference profiling because when we look at Arkansas, they are, like, they fit the mold of what the SEC is, which is incredibly fast, athletic, good defensive team. They'll get into you. Eric Musselman runs a very unique style. But in March, it sometimes that doesn't always play well because sometimes you kind of run yourself out of games if you're not shooting it well and you can't have that consistent offense because when you run that helter-skelter pace that a lot of these teams do run in the SEC, Alabama being the number one pace, fastest pace in the country, I'm fascinated to see what happens once the calendar then turns. I would say this is basically March basketball right now, the last two weeks of the regular season. All these teams are gearing up. Do things get tighter? Do they slow down the pace? And does that affect the overall vibe of their offense? Arkansas might be one of those teams. Well, for Florida, Colin Castleton is out for the rest of the season, broke his hand. Yeah. And to that point, I mean, that's why Arkansas was a nine-point favorite yeah. in this game here because, as I said, they have been very inconsistent. But for Florida, missing a huge piece there in Castleton. The other one I want to mention here uh, is the second half about to get underway down in Coral Gables with Wake Forest and Miami. 47-44 at half in this game. Total for this game was 160. So wow. we're on pace to go over that big number with 91 points in the first half. Miami was laying six and a half pre-flop up by three here at the break. And you know, that's another conference, Jared, where I, I don't – is anybody really that good in the ACC? Mm. 
Here's what I'll say about the ACC. We talked, I was on Tim Murray's show yesterday. We talked with uh, Jamie and Chisholm, who's a former George Washington head coach. And he was telling us about Virginia and how good Virginia might be in terms of where we view them now compared to where they could be come March. And I could see Virginia being the one team in the ACC that kind of makes that run based off of their profile. Again, in March, it is all about your profile. There's a formula. Your offensive efficiency, your defensive efficiency, how well you can shoot, how well you can defend, rebound, all of those things are quantified by multiple different rating services. Ken Palm, of course, Bart Torvik, Haslam being the three most prominent ones. And Virginia does kind of fit that profile. And I I think they're the one team that I would look to maybe in the ACC that can cause a little bit of damage. Well, I I think the thing about a team like Virginia, and this is really important when you're handicapping the futures market for college basketball, when you're thinking about some of these teams and kind of the way that things set up. For Virginia, they play at such a slow tempo. Yes. That, you know, if you're the opposition, you have to knock down some shots over that pack line defense. And that's one of the reasons why Virginia has both had success in the NCAA tournament and also fallen short because – some, some years they're just not a great offensive team. This year they are a very good team from three. They're shooting over 37%. So they have that to fall back on along with, you know, their usual top 25 adjusted defensive efficiency. But that's one of the things I think is really important. And, and this is the rabbit hole we can dive down as we go throughout the show. But Love it. I think it's kind of challenging to jump into the futures market now in yeah. a lot of cases because you're better off at this point waiting three weeks until Selection Sunday to see the draw because if Virginia's in a – region with let's say I don't know Alabama or somebody that can really rain from three that's a problem for them I totally agree I so the value we use that word all the time it's probably the most overused word in sports betting entertainment um but there is value to seeing who you are facing and maybe the number might not be valuable at this point because let's be honest as good as we are what we do the sports book odds makers are better and so unless you're betting something preseason like again i'll be doing a lot of these shows i'll be very transparent about what i'm on what i'm looking at what i'm betting what i'm not betting but interested in betting the only two futures i currently hold in college basketball are baylor at 20 and houston at 22 that's it and i bet those back in may so i I don't know if I'm looking to add to that portfolio at this time. What I am looking to do is identify teams that I think have a chance to make a run. And then, just like Adam said, when we get the bracket, when we see the draw, that's where we can add in some value that the market might be extracting value as we go along during the regular season. But once we see what the draw is, we can add value back in. Well, we got a lot to keep an eye on here today, to say the least. The XFL actually just kicked off with its first game. Uh, That one just about a minute and a half in, so we'll keep an eye on that, although neither one of us really diving too deep into the XFL as of now. At some point, I think I will. I think we're going to have to at some point. I mean, it's like the football, you know, you just get withdrawal. It's football. Right, exactly. And players and coaches that we know. Right, that's very true. That is very true. We got updates on the Genesis Invitational as we go throughout the day. Obviously, a ton of college basketball yet to get going. I have a play that tips off here at 3.30 Eastern time, so we'll talk about that coming back from the break to Mississippi State and Ole Miss. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Fun day. Daytona 500 tomorrow as well. Making so, left turns. All sorts. A lot of left turns uh, down there in the Sunshine State coming up this weekend. But we got a lot of stuff coming your way here. Just one segment down on this edition of Live Bet Saturday presented by BetMGM. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that saying? with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. 
His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSIN experts have got you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games of the season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, and daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSIN.com slash subscribe today for only $9.99. That's VSIN.com slash subscribe. Adam Burke, Jared Smith, back with you here on Live Bet Saturday. As we talked about before the break, Jared, a lot of stuff going on here, to say the least, including the Genesis Invitational, Riviera Country Club, uh, John Rahm and Max Homa tied for first at 11 under. Keith Mitchell is alone in third at 10 under. Colin Morikawa stalking nine under. He's in fourth. A couple, three guys tied for fifth. Matt Z- or uh, Will Zalatoris, excuse me, Matt Kuchar, Patrick Cantlay. Uh, John Rahm, your live favorite at BetMGM right now, plus 175. Max Homa, plus 200. Kyle Morikawa, plus 550. Everybody else, 12 to 1 and up. Yeah, I, I think Homa and, and Morikawa would be the two guys to look at. I, I know our pal Tim Murray had had a big bet on him this week, top 10 and a little bit of a, of a sprinkle on him to win, Morikawa being the other guy. I think when you look at this leaderboard, it's a good leaderboard. And I think it's going to basically be – what we see for the next, I don't know, six weeks till the Masters, right? Six yeah. weeks? Yep. You know, now we're at that point where everything matters. You're preparing for that big jewel at the end of the rainbow here. And, and uh, you're going to see all the stars come out. You're going to see some really very tightly contested tournaments over the next few weeks. So uh, I will be involved. If we do this show continuously over the next uh, you know, month or so, you will start to hear me get very invested slowly in the golf markets as we get to the Masters. And the Masters is really kind of like the first golf event that I get really excited about betting every year because it kind of coincides with the end of of March Madness. It's kind of a nice transition. It is. Tiger Woods, two under through seven, but he just put one into the crowd. So uh, we'll see how that goes for him. I'm impressed he made the cut. I am too. That to me, that I, I think that's a win, especially with the way on Thursday he was kind of limping around quite a bit. It seemed like yeah. like not that he was going to withdraw, but just that you know maybe he's going to have some problem hitting with power throughout the weekend. I mean that wasn't the case. Obviously, we saw him go viral with the the joke that he pulled on uh, <laughs> on Justin Thomas. But then, of course, three hundred and sixty five yard drive on Friday. Uh, you know, Tiger. I mean, the game looks pretty. I mean, he's tied for fortieth, so we can't say that he looks great, but. 
the game looks pretty good. But of course, 69 on Thursday, 74 on Friday seems to have rallied a little bit here today, at least. But you know, as you said, I mean, he made the cut, and frankly, I, I would assume he wouldn't admit this, but I would assume that was just his goal for the weekend. Yeah, and you're right. He will never admit that. But I think it gets to this point in his career. And so, again, starting to get to know me. I'm kind of new on the network. You'll be seeing a lot more on the weekends. My vibe with golf, I played golf since I was five years old. I grew up in the Tiger generation. I was 10 um, when he won his first major, the Masters in 96. And it's been... I've been a big fan of his for, for years, and he's a reason that I am invested and love the game of golf. And I, I think when you watch him, it's hard as gamblers to remove some of that emotional bias. But with him, I'm very good at just enjoying every moment we get because it might be the, the, like the next major or next tournament he wins might be the last one. And so we just have to soak up the moments that we have because he is – He's the he's the goat, man. He is the goat. So you've been playing golf for a long time. Question one: What's your favorite course in the valley? And question two: What's your <sighs> handicap? My handicap is about sixteen, probably closer to eighteen now that okay. I haven't played in a while. Mine's like thirty I've, plus. I've so. only played one course here in town. It was Anthem. Okay. Um, I've only Fancy. been in town for six months. Yeah, I have a friend. But Brian Ortega. <laughs> Has his takes. I, on is golf Bri- are you, Brian, are you a go- Are we going to get a, a live bet Saturday golf outing at some point during this? I mean, uh, why not? I mean, I'm a, summer, I'm a world class uh, trash talker uh, when we play golf, and okay. I do bomb it pretty far. Um, oh, he's one of the bombing gals. Yeah, drive yeah. for show, I, putt for dough. One hundred percent, that's correct. I drive for show, putt <laughs> for dough. Unless the cart girl's out there, then I make sure that I get it. You know, pinpoint to the oh, pin. Oh, right. But right. Um, you know, that's important. But yeah, Rio Seco is really good. No free ads, but Rio Seco is really good. It's in your, you know, that part of town. So I live in, I live near Southern Highlands. That's that's the, oh, yeah. that's the vibe that I, you know, I'm a country club. I don't live in the country club, but I wish right. that I did. Maybe that's the the aspirations one day. For sure. Well, and I will say, we just had the uh, the Vegas lifestyle pod. That Gil Alexander did. I like Mark Gil's Meltzer and I do Jeff Parles and, and some other people as well. Yeah. Uh, people were out here for the Super Bowl. A lot of people will be out here for next year's Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. People will be coming out for March Madness. So, you know, Brian Ortega is a, a man about town. He knows a lot of places around here. Okay, so, bro. Yeah. Gonna put you, I'm going to hold with. you to that, bud. Thank you. Yeah, you check, check out the Gram. I was at uh, Nomad check last night. Check out the Gram. I was check at Nomad last night. Sweet bar. Great cocktails. Good uh, <laughs> good vibe. But, um, no, for, like, going back to this golf, um, I think – Tiger's problem has always been his driving off the tee, and I think him being a little bit more controlled off the tee has helped him. Um, he's obviously a little bit rusty, you know, putting. His putting's been off this entire tournament. But I think if you can string his short game, which is usually very good, along with how he's been hitting the ball off the tee, I think he can do pretty well going forward. Do you so, think he can win another tournament in his career? I mean, he, he the thing is he gets injured a lot. I mean, he has so many injuries that are going to really affect him, especially just walking around. I think everybody says that. But I think, I mean, again, the Masters is always going to be one that he can really attack. Yeah. But um, they've made some adjustments to that course. I think they extended number 13. I believe um, you are is, right. Which is going to be interesting this year to see how players um, how players play that particular uh, Amen corner. That would break know. social media what, if he won the Masters. When do you again? think he'll play again? Will it be the Arnold Palmer coming Probably. up the first weekend of March? The players the weekend after? Yeah. Or is he not playing until the Masters? I think he has to get one more in, and I probably. think it's probably the uh, Arnold Palmer because yeah. he has, like, a sentimental uh, connection yeah. to that. And also, I think, um, like, like you guys said, it's, I feel like he's just going to come out for the big, the big tournaments and, and, or whatever is going to warm him up for also, the majors. thanks to Live Golf, the prize pool for the Arnold Palmer this year, $20 million. The players is 25 And the Dell match play in Austin uh, coming up here in about a month's time, another $20 million purse. Not so, bad. Yeah, not bad. I, w- I that's I'm in the wrong line of work. We, you know, guys. we were talking about uh, the full swing <laughs> thing that's on we Netflix, were. and my wife's like, "You win like 400 grand for finishing like 36th." I was like, "Yeah." So your friends that have kids, tell them to put a golf club in their hands. Yeah, it's not easy to do though. No. I mean, I've oh, been playing. Not. I've no. been playing literally since I don't want to say five. I think I was seven when I when I swung my first golf club, and I really started playing when I was 10, 11. And I've been playing now. I'm 36 for basically 25 years. Ah, you have to have so much concentration, just the level of focus. Because that's the thing that people don't realize about those individual sports. As much as it is physical, it's mental. And there's just some people that do not have the temperament for it. Oh, that's it's very, very rare to have that temperament. We'll talk about something 
of an individual sport. We'll talk about the Daytona 500 coming up here a little bit later in this hour, but I want to update a few of these college basketball games. Also, as I said, uh, I've got to play on uh, Mississippi State minus three and a half against Ole Miss. Um, Mississippi State forces you to shoot a lot of threes. Ole Miss is awful. I think they're 29.8% or 28.9%, something like that from three. Mississippi State gets to the rim at a high rate. They won the first meeting by 10, and they didn't shoot that well at the rim or from the free throw line. So I'll be sweating out Mississippi State minus three and a half here as we go throughout the show. But a couple of other updates I just want to mention really quickly. Um, Arkansas starts the second half against Florida on a 17-2 run. So uh, Florida really struggling really on both ends of the floor without Castleton. So, again, yeah. that's, an, that's an adjustment that you want to make to the Florida Gators as yep. we go forward here uh, as they're nowhere close with Arkansas here in this one. And the other one is um, Iowa State-Kansas State tightening up very quickly here. In fact, now the game tied where Iowa State was up eight going into the break. And, you know, we, we kind of saw, I believe it was Peyton Manning, maybe it was Eli, one of the two, say, you know, this notion of halftime adjustments, they kind of debunked it. They're like, you know what, you just don't really have time for that. By the time you get situated in the locker room and everything, it's not really that big of a deal. College basketball, I think it is a big deal. And Jerome Tang at Kansas State, coach of the year in that conference, yep. for sure, I would say, as now the Wildcats up by three, uh, dinner 16 timeout looming. Yeah, and again, that was an Iowa State team that defensively, I thought, had a chance to slow things down. And obviously, Jerome has pushed the right buttons at half. I, I'll debunk the myth a little bit with the Peyton Manning stuff. I think coaches do make the adjustments. I think it's harder for the players because of just the logistics of it. But the coaches in the booth, I think they're making the adjustments at halftime, and then it's their job to relay that information down to the players in a timely manner. But I agree that the players probably don't get the direct feedback at halftime from the coaches in their face. They're too busy eating orange slices or relieving their bladders or whatever they do um, during that very short window. But I do think as much as Peyton, I respect his opinion more than anyone else. There's no way that some of these coaches based off of the crazy swings we see from those NFL games and the college games, even from first half to second half, that they're not making some kind of tweaks. Well, and I know you're excited. Uh, the Vegas Vipers scoring the first to touchdown that. in uh, the new XFL history Thrilled. taking on Arlington and uh, we got a guest coming up after the break. Vinny Maliulo will join us here from the South Point so we'll talk with him about I don't know XFL maybe college uh, basketball maybe all kinds of stuff. Baseball win totals? Sure absolutely <laughs> we can do that as well. We'll talk about that with Vinny coming up after the break here. Tons more to come only a half hour down here on this version of Live Bet Saturday with Adam Burke and Jared Smith. Welcome back in, everybody. We've got plenty going on here today on Live Bet Saturday. We're watching the Genesis Invitational. We're also following along with 140 college basketball games here today. Not all of them going on right now, of course. Also, the XFL first game here, 6-3. The Vegas Vipers lead the Arlington Renegades. So we'll chat XFL here in a minute as we've got Gone Gaming Sportsbook Director here at the South Point. Vinny Maliulo joins us. Vinny, how's it going today? Good. Good to be with you guys. Yeah, yeah a little it's bit exciting. of uh, yes. You said uh, XFL, but uh, the wrong number it's... or the wrong letter in the front. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that in a minute because obviously a new league, definitely a yeah. lot of uncertainty, a lot of things to try to figure out in terms of power rating these teams and all of that. But feels like it was an eternity ago. It, it does. was only six days ago that we had the Super Bowl. Yeah. How did everything wind up here with the Chiefs, thirty-eight, thirty-five? You know, guys, uh, if you if you look. Uh, I think nationally, let's kind of take a national look at it, right? Because handle had to be up with certainly more jurisdictions uh, uh, compared to last year's Super Bowl. So uh, definitely an uptick. And in, now in terms of Nevada, uh, there was a, a dip in handle, frankly, uh, compared to, to last year. We did about oh, just under $180 million last year. Um, and you this think year, it's because we had an LA team in it last year? We didn't this year. <clears throat> no, I think th that's a, that's a, a maybe part of it. But you still had two popular teams. Let's face yeah. it: the Chiefs have been very very Absolutely. public, Patrick uh, since Mahomes got there and and his success. Um, and and you know what? The Eagles had a lot of support this year. You know, Adam, we were talking earlier in the playoffs, and when we got to the Final Four, 
we realized that how how a big that handle was going to be because those four teams typically generated a lot of handle and interest during the whole co- the course of the entire season. So I don't think it was that. I do think that uh, you know, and this year we did uh, about a hundred, just about one hundred and fifty three million, which is not not bad at all. It's one of the uh, one of the top five uh, uh, Super Bowl handles that we've seen. But the, the fact of the matter is the. Arizona has sports betting now, mm-hmm. yep. and I think a lot of folks realize that. And again, we tip our caps to uh, Phoenix for the job they did putting on the Super Bowl. And the operators down there, they, uh, they, you know, they, uh, they gave the opportunity to the folks uh, to to wager on uh, on on the Super Bowl as well. It was much more convenient for them. So I think uh, that probably entered into it. Uh, not a you know panic mode or anything like that. Listen, we're gonna you know we're gonna have the Super Bowl next year. I think we'll yeah. surpass last year's By 180. Far. Uh, and again, people still want that Las Vegas experience, but it wasn't a situation, frankly, where people said, "On my way to Phoenix, I've got to stop in Nevada." Uh, particularly Las Vegas, I don't think that happened. And I think, uh, frankly, too, uh, and again, not to single anybody out, I won't name it, there were a couple of system hiccups uh, that yeah. were pretty well chronicled here in the state that probably uh, maybe, you know, I think it impacted uh, some things, too. It's unfortunate because you never want to see it happen, you know, whether it's you or anybody else because of that, you know, that mad dash and that scramble and things like that. But uh uh, but all in all, we were satisfied with it. The win, you know, I think it was kind of a mixed bag in, in terms of the win. I think it depended on where you were. We happened to, uh, to do uh, well on the Super Bowl. The, the futures were good. Uh, both teams were, were, were good uh, uh, future book-wise. A um, lot of late Kansas City money, uh, particularly – uh, on the money line, when you think about it, you know we we only used five cent. We used a one hundred five line for the side. You know, if you were betting either team, you were only laying a nickel. But uh, we also used a ten cent straddle on the money line. So basically, in a pick'em game, guys, what we saw was if you were going to bet the Eagles, you were just going to lay a dollar five on the side and say, yeah, I'm gonna I'll lay the uh, you know one one and a half or two points. Uh, but if you were betting the 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 Chiefs. You said, give me even up to, you know, plus a dime or plus, uh, you know, 15 cents, depending on when you bet it during the course of the two weeks. Uh, yeah. and, and you took it. So, and again, a lot of late uh, Chiefs money line action. So the, the, the game was uh, a small winner. Futures were good. And props were actually were, were good, which is saying something considering the score, right? There was a lot of scoring in the game. Mm-hmm. The game flew over. Yeah. And typically when that happens, the props. that's always uh, better for the public yeah. uh, when, uh, when that happens. So what we, we did, uh, we did all right. We had a, we had a good, uh, good Super Bowl. Did you guys expand your prop menu this year for the game? Cause I know it's becoming more of a thing. The yeah. prop market you know, in yeah. town, it has, it's not a very <clears throat> robust market in town, but I think it's becoming more robust. Well, I think it is, uh, you know, I think it's, it's always, uh, a, I think it depends on, on the property as well. I mean, yeah. we're probably about uh, 50 to 55% props. Uh, I know some of my colleagues uh, in the industry, it's as much as 60 or 65%. Yeah. Now, in terms of increasing it, not a lot of increase. I mean, there's certainly you. There's there's the standard ones you always have, right? You know, um, you know, starting with the 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 multiple uh, coin flip. Uh, oh, that props. One. People go nuts. You know, for that defensive. Uh, you know, will or will not be a defensive touchdown. The octopus um, was the big one this year. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> if the first scoring opportunity and things like that. And you know, we've had to learn some expensive lessons over yeah. the years on how to <laughs> how to put these things together, um, and and make sure that they're either indexed, you know, multi-level or at least two-sided. You know, I mean, I always, I, I oftentimes you hear us talk about the the fridge prop in yeah. uh, Super Bowl twenty, which was simply, will the fridge you know score to score a touchdown? Not won't he, but he you will. Was the first and it prop started at fifty created? to one, or you know went uh, uh, down to uh, you know uh, even money in some places. So I don't think it's a matter. Uh, I think it also depends on the matchup where you try to get a little bit creative and tailor make uh, a prop or two. Uh, but again, you know I know some places uh, in excess of five and six hundred props. We had about. Four, four fifty, and we're happy with that, and did plenty of business on them. Yeah, cross sport too. 
I do want to make sure we have a couple of minutes to talk XFL just because I think it's very yeah. interesting having a new betting market. Yeah. But I do want to ask you real quickly, as you said, Super Bowl 58 here in Vegas, yeah. what did you guys do in terms of the futures market for that? Where did you put the Chiefs, the Eagles, some of the other top contenders? Yeah, good uh, good point. Well, you're, go- you're not going to get any real juicy prices, I don't think, for this reason. Um, I think the longest shots are about 150 or 200 to 1, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the Bears, you look at the Texans, uh, why are they, you know, why are they so short? Well, that's going to change between now and the draft. Yep. And not just the draft picks. It's about the trades that are going to go coincide with some of those selections and things like that. So then you'll start to see teams. Then you'll start getting to the 200 to one, 300 to one. The other factor simply is here we got three years in a row where you've got the the, the Rogers drama. Mm-hmm. Where, where is he going to be? Is he going to stay in, in Green Bay or is he going to go somewhere else? And how that's going to impact not only where he goes but not, and the Packers, but the entire Central Division, I mean the North Division. So there's, there's things like that that we're looking at, but uh, certainly some early interest on the Bengals at 8-1 to and the Cowboys at 12-1. Uh, to one. Uh, Really? Yeah. So. I would not. I, Early. The Cowboys would not be one that I would have bet, but that's okay. Speak, we got a touchdown for, for Vegas here. Um, in the XFL, what has been the handle like for you early on, and, and is it something that you think will increase as, as the league kind of takes its shape here? As usual, we need uh, somebody in uh, in a sporting <laughs> event. We need Vegas. Uh, this is a game that opened. No rest for the weary. Right, I mean, <laughs> right, right away. Seriously, right, right away, you're going to make us. I mean, it's listen, guys. I, full disclosure. I mean, you're you're taking a couple of dimes to this. You're not yeah. taking a couple. You know, uh, you know, twenty thousand, thirty thousand. So. Uh, we did open uh, the Renegades two and a half. They closed at three and a half, and they bet it under uh, from 37 to 35. Now, these numbers will move a lot quicker. Yeah. Uh, you know, you'll see more incremental whole number moves, right? 30. You know, uh, you know, you're not going to go 37 to 36 and a half. You're going to move them a lot quicker, lower limits, just to get a feel for things yeah. uh, and whatnot. The biggest challenge, guys, was uh, you know looking at the rosters. Okay, and it's. Uh, what what are what's the talent level of the rosters, particularly at the uh, the, the ultimate uh, skill position uh, position, which would be quarterback, which quarterbacks had some NFL or uh, you know significant NFL experience or tenure, uh, and coaching, frankly, you know which what's what's the experience and what what, did it, what what's the head coach experience and uh, the coaching staff. So we put those things together. We came out with some uh, some early. Uh, 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 power ratings and put them up, and the folks, uh, you know, the, the next game's an O, and the the Roughnecks they bet that for uh, them from two to four today. So uh, I have to get involved. A little bit of a uh, little bit of XFL sweat. I, there's only so many hours in the day, man. I, I don't know if I can get in the XFL too much, but look, at least there's only eight teams, right? So That's when you have true. to adjust for and week only four two, games a week, and and you can get a lot. You know, you follow any information. They're very proactive too. They wound up being, uh, you know, real play. And listen, any any league, especially a, a new league. They want their numbers on the board. Why? Because it's going to create more interest. The games are on TV, ABC Network, right? Uh, uh, you know, so it's ABC and ESPN. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, folks love the idea that if it's going to be on TV, they can watch it. They can, you know, have a little little something on on the games. So good for the XFL, and uh, I think it's. Uh, you know, we're going to see. First week, I think, will generate. We've seen in the past. First week always has a lot of interest, and then it kind of wanes. Um, you know, no full disclosure. College basketball is going to take front and center uh, stage, but we'll see how this one plays out. And the fact that there's a Vegas team in, I think it'll keep uh, the interest uh, going pretty good. Real quickly, yeah. what's what was the handle like on these? Kind of like a mid-range college basketball game, something like that. Very small of range, uh, okay. uh, not mid-range, uh, right. smaller. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to keep updating that here with Vinny Maliulo, Gone Gaming Sportsbook Director and Oddsmaker here at the South Point. Vinny, thanks as always. Good to be with you guys. We'll be coming back. We'll talk some Daytona 500 and update some college basketball here on Live Bet Saturday. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points. You can redeem online for bonus credits, bonus bets, and bet insurance tokens. Planning a trip to Las Vegas? You can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resort properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program, featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Back here on Live Bet Saturday, I'm your host, Adam Burke. Today, Jared Smith joining me on the desk as well. Brian Ortega behind the glass. Sean McCollum up here as well. And the fine team downstairs here at the South Point at what they call the tip of the strip. But it's a, I hell, have heard it's a hell of a long way from the, from the main yeah, part what, of the strip. What, it's a long tip. It is incredibly <clears throat> long. Some phrasing there. Yeah. Um, well, you know, all right. So we have our moments. <laughs> All right, so you and I were talking during the break here. Uh, one of the other plays I neglected to mention that I was on, but it is in the article over at vston.com that I do Monday through Saturday. Denver minus three against South Dakota. They're up 35 to 11 with two and a half left in the first half. It's so, a healthy lead. Yeah, if I lose that one, I'm I'm done with college basketball for the season. I'll have to no, just, uh, until, just until later tonight. Yeah, until later tonight. No, I, I have willpower. I have self-control. Good for I'm you. I like some of the people in this room. I do not. <laughs> I've had some disgusting. I wasn't even looking at you. I've had some disgusting beats, and I am right back on the horse the next day. I mean, you, 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 listen, you have to you have to have a short memory, like a good quarterback. Yes, throw the that's, pick that's right true. back out there. I think it's something. Honestly, I mean, we got two more hours together. We can elaborate on that a little Absolutely. bit as we go throughout the show here because I've had a get week, to know each other a little bit. I, there you go. I've had a tough week. I've had several losses by a point. <laughs> And those are things that, that can really weigh on you. So we'll yes. talk about that a little bit. Because, look, I, I'm somebody who's always been a proponent of talking about the nuts and bolts of betting and handicapping, not just going through games, but talking about Strategy, strategies, yeah. philosophy, well, mindset. Well, I mean, to me, the mindset is, is everything. You Absolutely. can – it's anyone can look at numbers and say, oh, this is where the market's moving. This is the quote-unquote sharp side. That doesn't – that's not that hard. It's a lot harder to go through the grind every single day and to wake up and feel like – I can beat the market today. And college basketball is a grind. There's a lot of games, as we've talked about here already. But one game coming up that we need to talk about here, uh, big game, to say the least. Baylor and Kansas at the top of the hour here. Kansas laying five at Fog Allen. Total 
mostly 149 out there in the market. You can find a little bit better. You can find a little bit worse, at least if you want to bet an over. If you want to bet an under, obviously, you can find a 149.5 out there, although it is pretty rare. Uh, any thoughts on this one? I think it's a really tough top 10 matchup to handicap. Well, the Big 12 this year is a bear. I think it's the toughest league to handicap. No pun intended, right, with Baylor? I guess pun intended. Okay. I guess we'll, we will intend the pun there. But to me, the Big 12, we've reached now kind of the climax of the gauntlet. Only four or five games left for most of these teams till they start their Big 12 tournament, and, and same for the rest of the country. I think the first thing I look at over the next two weeks where every single one of these teams, at least in the bigger conferences, round-robin schedule, they've played – already this team at some point earlier. Sometimes it was a few weeks earlier. In some instances, when they start their conference schedules in December, it's a few months earlier. But this was a game that took place um, back on January 23rd, and Baylor won by six. And so now you get the return engagement with Kansas at home. And I would say that's kind of the vibe for me. The market's telling you Kansas, again, three, five being two relatively key numbers in college hoops. It's been kind of magnetized around five since opening. I, I do think Kansas is the right side here, but I don't really feel comfortable laying five points against Baylor either. So I, I, I would be very cautious with betting this game because I think the Big 12 is, again, the toughest league to handicap this year, and the numbers at this stage is sharp, but the market tells me Kansas. Well, and to your point, what we kind of talked about a little bit in terms of, you know, we, we say willpower and jest, but I mean, I get it. This is a huge game, yeah. massive game. doesn't mean you have to bet it. Because nope. the line might just be right yep. here on this game. It might be pretty close. And, again, as you mentioned, you know, we can talk about different things. I know people kind of handicap using revenge as a big factor, stuff like that. You know, Kansas lost on the road at Baylor. Now, of course, they want to get that win back. You want to win every game. But maybe there are some games that you get a little bit more amped up for. But something that we talk about with Tennessee, I've talked about to a degree with Alabama, this Baylor team, their three-point rate, they shoot a three 44.3% of the time. Are they good at it? Yes. They're a top 60 team by three-point percentage, 36.4%. But there's some concerns about Baylor, too, I think. They don't get to the rim a lot. Now, of course, they don't let the opposition get to the rim a lot. But they shoot a lot of threes. Kansas doesn't. So, you know, obviously, if Baylor's shooting well from three, this game can get out of hand a little bit. But that's one of the big sticking points for me with handicapping. I look at shot selection a lot. Yeah. I think it's a really important thing to take a look at. And a team like Baylor, as good as they might be, as I start handicapping through a card, particularly with 140 games, I look at this one and I say, Baylor's so dependent on the three. This is kind of a high-variance game. Agreed. And styles, right, there's so many cliches we can use. Styles make fights, live by the three, die by the three. Well, there's data to back this up. Style components on Ken Palm says that, well, on average – one of the highest percentages of three-point shots to overall field goal shots um, in the country belongs to the Baylor Bears. So what does that mean for March? Well, if they're hot, look out. Because I think they've got the pedigree. They've got the backcourt, arguably one of the best backcourts in the country. But you can get cold very quickly. And all of a sudden, we know, unlike baseball, unlike basketball and hockey, where you get best of seven, it's one and done in March. And the survive and advance mantra doesn't always work well when you are living and dying by the three. So this is a Baylor team I think that is dangerous. Again, we talked about it in the first hour, um, or still at the top of this hour, that <laughs> <laughs> time flies when we're having fun. That I do I do have Baylor, one of my few tickets to win um, the natty. So I will be very invested in the Bears going forward into March. But in this particular matchup, again, the market, I'm a top-down handicapper. I let the market tell me where I'm going to kind of look at, and the market tells me here, I'm not betting it, but the market tells me Kansas is the right side here. Well, something else that will be high variance this weekend. I want to make sure we, we fit this in to the first hour here. The Daytona 500. And the reason why it's high variance, I mean, you have the massive track there at Daytona, obviously. This is, you know, one of those, quote, unquote, from, you know, way back when, plate races. So you get a, a lot of very tight racing. You get a lot of accidents here at this event as well. And, and that's why, I mean, when you look at the odds board for this, your favorite is 10 to 1. Usually your favorite in a NASCAR race, 250, 3 to 1, 400, something like that. Here your favorite Kyle Larson is 10 to 1. Ryan Blaney and Joey Logano, 12, along with Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, 13. And that's the thing about a race like this, Jared, is you've got you know double digits for the favorite, but then everybody else's odds are compressed because anything can happen here. 
you know, I, I saw one driver, I can't remember who it was, but he's like, the thing I hate about this race is you could be running seventh on the last lap and still win it. I would be lying to you if I had anything sharp to add to your conversation, but I have full faith that you know exactly what you're talking about with NASCAR. A lot of left turns. I will say this. It's a race that if you are going to bet one race all season in NASCAR, this is the one to watch. This is the one to bet because, I, you know, it's the, it's the Super Bowl of racing. That's well, what they tell me. Last year, Austin Sindrick won this race. Michael McDowell won it in 2021. After Denny Hamlin won back-to-back 2019 and 2020, Austin Dillon in 2018 uh, Kurt Busch, 2017, Hamlin again in 2016. Some you could guys, have been making up those names, and I wouldn't I even am know. not. Those are, those are actual <laughs> names. Those are actual NASCAR drivers. But, you know, that's the thing is that this race is so varied. And also, yeah. some guys like this style. Some guys absolutely hate it. You know, so that's also a difficult thing. Of course, we saw the duels on Thursday night that kind of gave you an idea of the starting grid, gave you yeah. an idea of how everybody was running. Uh, I will say, you know, I used to cover NASCAR in my previous Did you spot. really? I, I covered everything. It was a two-man two show for the most part. Uh, I mean, oh, yeah, I was writing all the UFC previews, NASCAR, I golf, see on you top being of everything a, else. I could see you fitting in very well at a NASCAR race. I could see what that. What is that supposed to mean? No, it means you're hanging out. What? <laughs> I can see you fitting it very well. Is it a backhanded compliment? No, Adam, you no, do like country music. I, I, country I am music, a huge country beer, music fan. I, and outdoor That's sports. true. Country music and beer. I would I fit mean, in well, too. But I prefer golf. It's a little more my – I'm a little slower paced. I, I will I think I've gone to – Outdoor vibes, though, for sporting events. Come I've on. I've gone to three I've heard races, I've I think. heard they are parties. They're fun. Yeah, they're I, fun. I, right. I'd go to the – if I got invited here from South Point, I would go to the one. Actually, is, isn't there one coming up soon here? Yeah. Yeah, there's one uh, first weekend of March, I think. Um, yeah, South Point is huge about yeah. racing. In fact, they sponsor I would love the, the to second go out race to during the playoffs. But uh, yeah, uh, I, that was the last thing I did actually before I moved out here. My dad and I went to the NASCAR race up in Michigan. See, so we did that NASCAR together. NASCAR guy. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm a guy. <laughs> a guy who wanted to do something with his dad before I moved 2,000 miles away. It's fair. Uh, but yeah, so the Daytona 500 coming up on Sunday. We actually have a preview and a simulation from Steve Mackinnon over at Veasan.com for you to check out. So vcin.com slash subscribe. A good idea here for everything that's going on this weekend. One hour down on Live Bet Saturday. Another two hours left to go as we got more college basketball coming up after the break. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.